So, like, I don't know how often you're on the Full Focus Planner Instagram account, but I love the stories because a lot of times we share when people get their very first Full Focus Planner you know, it's like, like a little bit of an unboxing or they share that they're like excited to get started. Do you actually remember when you got your first full focus planner? I do. I do remember it. I honestly was kind of skeptical because it was a physical planner and I hadn't used one of those in a long time. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my iPhone can just do all this. And <laughs> if it can be an app, I mean, I've got a zillion apps on my phone. But my friend Eric, shout out Eric Fisher said, hey, you should try it. And I did. And my skepticism, I I think I probably started it out with still a little bit of skepticism. Like, is this really going to, you know, whatever, is this going to be, how's this going to go? But the interesting thing was that I didn't even do the whole system from the start, Mm -hmm. which we hear that a lot from, from people. It was kind of, I don't know, especially the goal setting part, I didn't do at all for probably my first couple planners maybe even just because I get in my head a lot about well what how what goals should I set and how should I set it and well I pretty much know what I have to do anyway so I just I kind of got started slow into it and I think all I was doing was the daily pages like kind of setting the daily big three and then I already had a a habit of doing a weekly review type of activity so I would do that part as well Mm -hmm. and that was like enough to make me I was already promoting the planner (laughs) And telling everyone, I sleep through the night now and I'm, you know, getting, you know, I have a lot more peace in general in my life. And I I hadn't even done all the different, you know, ideal week. And I hadn't, I mean, if you can believe this, Courtney, I hadn't even fully leveraged the index. (laughs) Really? uh, And the rolling quarters yet. I know. We know that those are the big X factors for most people, but the I hadn't touched them yet. The focus community may cancel you for that one right there, buddy. I know. So I I'm be being careful. vulnerable. Be nice Red to me, everybody. It's a vulnerable moment. But, um, you know, it's interesting. When when I saw the topic for today's episode, I was thinking, this is so smart because maybe you are like me and you may be on your first planner, you may even be on your third or fourth planner and you you still sometimes feel like, ah, I don't really know exactly where to start with all of this or how to even use the goal pages or something like that. So I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. So today we're really going to help outline, you know, if you are relatively new or there are like components that you've never used with a planner, you're just like, this is, feels like a lot. We're just going to give you a way to start. What do you need to do? What do you need to be good at to be successful using the planner? That's it. This episode is going to be really helpful, I think, for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And you maybe want to take these uh, really two actions we'll give you and make them goals. So we'll frame this up as if you're setting a goal for yourself to get the most leverage you can out of this tool we call the Full Focus Planner. So in this episode, we are going to talk specifically to those of you that are brand new to using this tool we call the Focus Planner, uh, and those of you that are perhaps just brand new to taking goals seriously and you want to up your productivity game here in the new year. So we've got two uh, great uh, habits, really, that will help your productivity game massively, help you get a ton of value from the Full Focus Planner. And we're going to frame them up, appropriately enough, 
as goals, as actual habit goals. So if you want to do this, you can even follow along in your planner, in your goal detail pages, there are elements of how to set a fantastic goal that you'll actually follow through with. And I think you're gonna love it. So if you don't have a planner or if you're on the treadmill right now, you can still understand these concepts uh, and they will apply to whatever goal you wanna set, but take these two habits and run with them and it will make your upcoming year really successful. So let's do it. No, no. Just say, let's do it, Courtney. Let's do it. <laughs> it sounds so cooler, much cooler when you do it. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distraction, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays again. I'm Courtney Baker here with Blake Stratton. That's right. That's right. And don't you dare, do not hit that skip button. Please don't hit that unsubscribe button. I've got bad news. Our friend Verbs is not here today. He's helping our clients win at work and succeed at life and scale their business right now. But he's not here with us. So just stick with us. I promise. We'll, we'll do our best. Real right, deal. Real deal. I, I mean, oh, my God. I can't Real believe deal. I, I, can't believe I, yeah. I can't believe I said that word on an actual podcast episode because you tease me so much for the way that I pronounce real Real deal. deal. Yep. Real deal. It's a, um, if you ever want to have a, your own like line of pickles, you've got the brand oh, right yes. there. Gosh, brilliant. Our buddy Verbs, he gets all the great praise in our podcast review. I mean, I think he's batting like, I don't, what do you bat? 100? 1,000? What is it? You, you batting a million, I think. I think it's, you bat a million. A million. That's what okay. Verbs is batting currently. Perf. Perf. But you can't blame, I mean, that's kind of, you know. It's pretty obvious, but yeah. Verbs isn't here today. We're going to do our best and give you, it's kind of going back to basics a little bit. So if you are, you know, you just got a new planner, maybe you're excited for your new year or, you know, maybe you haven't gotten the planner yet, but you're just thinking, hey, I need to get my productivity game in order. And that's how you found this podcast. You're just looking for what's some really practical productivity tips I can implement. Uh, you can take this and use it in your own life. So uh, let's let's get it rolling, Courtney. What is the very first goal, you know, official or unofficial goal yeah. that every new full focus planner user should set? The first one is to set your daily big three. And and like you kind of referenced this with your own story. This tool is so powerful that in itself you can really yield a lot of results from without going any further than this very first goal. And basically, the daily big three are just the most important three tasks you'll accomplish that day. I think especially if you're somebody that really struggles with like the never-ending to-do list, you know, you just feel like I've got so much stuff coming in. 
it's coming in faster than I can actually accomplish things or check them off my to-do list, this tool is like made for you. Basically, what it's going to do is elevate the things that if you get these done during the day, you're going to have accomplished something in that day. You know, you're basically determining what are those things that are so important that if I check these three things off, at the end of the day, I'm going to feel a sense of accomplishment. You know, I'm going to know that I got the right three things done. And of course, there are other tasks that, you know, you're going to mark off, but those things are not going to be the most important three things. Your daily big three are those things. It's massive when you get a hold of this as a daily habit in your life, in your work days, and even in your non-work days. As I referenced earlier in the episode, I went years struggling to sleep through the night because I would wake up at three in the morning and then my brain just starts cooking with, oh, did I do this? Do I do that? And if you struggle with something like that, or if you struggle with ending your day because it feels like everything's unfinished, set a daily big three because it will define the win. It will set a realistic expectation for your day of, okay, there's a million things to do perhaps, but what would I call a win for the day? One, two, three. If I get those things, hey, if you get more stuff done, great, but I promise you it's going to help you rest easy. So let's take this one step further for people, Courtney, because it's a great tip, right? Set a daily big three, but we know that just the ambition or the aspiration to build a habit (laughs) is not very sticky. So How can people take that idea and actually follow through with it? What can we give them from a structure standpoint? So if you have the aspiration of, you know, hey, yeah, I think that sounds really good. I think that would be really helpful for me as I start uh, the next year to set a daily big three. You know, that that's an aspiration. That's great. Um, But what we really want to give you is a goal to do that because we know turning an aspiration and framing it up as a goal will actually help you achieve it. So what that might sound like is select my daily big three each morning at 8 a.m. before checking email beginning January 3rd. Um, Or maybe it's going to be select my daily big three each afternoon at 4.45 p.m., before packing up to head home beginning January 3rd. So this goal would count as a habit goal because it requires daily action. Right, right. And it's if you think about this, one of the things we have in our goal detail pages is what life domain does this pertain to? This one pertains to probably multiple ones. It, I mean, maybe right. just vocational, but it, it could, <laughs> I mean, for me, it's like, you know, my uh, intellectual, it would go in under there, uh, emotional even, <laughs> yeah. to some extent, could go under there. But, um, you know, on this topic of when to set the Daily Big Three, Courtney, let's let's pick this debate back up. When do you set your Daily Big Three and uh, why is it in the morning? <laughs> it's not in the morning. Uh, that's why. I, that's why I have both examples of these goals. Is because I pick my daily big three at the end of the the day before. And and Blake, here I'm going to add another argument in this debate um, because you set yours in the morning. But recently, I had one of my daily big three that I realized the only time for me to be able to check that off was for me to do it first thing in the morning. 
And so I needed to kind of account for that. If I would have waited until, you know, in the morning to set my daily big three, I would have missed it. So anyways, I'm a big fan of actually kind of using setting the next day's daily big three at the end of my work day. Mm -hmm. I mean, truthfully, I do think that that's, if you can, if you can do it, I actually do think that that's best. I think you sleep even better that night, you know, knowing exactly what's ahead. Um, I do, you know, I'll kind of pencil in, hey, what are my priorities tomorrow and sort of get an idea. But I'm in a season of life where stuff can get put on my calendar that's actually really important uh, last minute or stuff can change uh, last minute. And to be honest, I just think a lot more clearly <laughs> in the morning. Uh, at the end of my workday, it's like I kind of have that decision fatigue that kicks in. And so mm. I almost don't, it's almost like I don't trust my work. And so I am truing up my big three in the morning. But Feel free to experiment with both of those, but for now, set a target, you know, just choose. It's not, you know, there's no bad choice in that, but decide specifically when you're going to do it. That makes a difference to say, you know, when when you're writing down that goal. I think we are framing this up for, you know, if you've never used the planner before, but I also think this is really helpful if maybe you've fallen off, maybe you've just had a really stressful few weeks and, you know, you kind of set your planner aside. I think this type of goal is really helpful for anybody um, that's not got this as part of their daily habit of, of picking a daily big three. So once you've written that goal and you've been specific, you've chosen the time, whichever time, you know, you, you've chosen to do it. We want you to think about a few other components. Think of this as in these enhancers, you know, how, okay, I've got this target. I, I've cl- clarified what my goal is. How can I then with this habit of doing the daily big three, how can I really sweeten the pot? How can I make sure that this really increase my likelihood of following through on this habit? And so in our planner, in the goal detail pages, we give you the sections to do this. But for now, for your listening ears, we're going to just walk through these last few things with you. And the first is key motivations. So this is important, right? You don't want to do, as I call them, should goals. You know, well, they say I should set a daily big three, so I guess I will. What we want to do is take a moment to identify why is this important to me? What's at stake for me? If I actually do a daily big three every day, you know, maybe it's my productivity is going to increase or I want to sleep through the night, like Blake said, or I want to feel satisfied at the end of my day rather than exhausted and like I'm losing. But tap in, you know, put on your scuba gear and go deep if you have to, but tap into those key motivations and write them down, write them down. Uh, I promise it'll help you. So the next thing that you want to think through with a goal, with this goal, is what your next steps are, you know, what those might be. So one of those next steps may be just, hey, writing the date in on your planner. You know, that's a great place to start. It's a really easy one. The next one might be setting a calendar appointment with yourself each day to complete your daily big three. Like if you know it's going to be in the afternoon, you know, go ahead and block that 15 minutes at the end of the day um, to set that for the next day. You know, we say all the time what gets scheduled gets done. And so that definitely applies for this. Yep. So 
You've got your clarified goal of, of, of doing your daily big three. You've got your key motivations written down. You've thought through your next steps. The last thing you want to think about is a reward. You know, think through what could I treat myself to once I complete this goal, complete this habit goal in this instance. And so for this habit goal we're talking about of setting a daily big three, your reward should probably be to send me a, a personal thank you card or maybe <laughs> an Apple gift card or something like that. Um, you know, you could give Courtney a shout out on Instagram if you want, but send me your, uh, uh, you know, your cash uh, direct. I can give you account information later, but um, no, seriously, think through, hey, what's something that I could do to celebrate this? And you want to think about this before the end, because by the time you finish your goal, it is going to feel so normal for you. It's going to feel like, oh, this is no big deal. And that's important. But right now, it's not normal. So think through that reward, because when you get to the end of it, you won't be like, why would I reward my, this is just what I do every day, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe it's setting a date right now with uh, you know, your significant other to like go out to a nice restaurant or something like that. Or, um, you know, maybe you treat yourself to some fun accessories, you know, get, get one of those. Uh, I have one here, that little pen holder thing. When I first saw these, I was just like the planner. Maybe this is just my personality. I was skeptical. I was like, oh, I don't need one of these. It's pretty slick. My little pen holder. Now <laughs> I'm like, really it's, nice. you can tell it's worn in. There's grooves in there because I use it. That's awesome. But anyway, determine a reward. And, and that's it, right, Courtney? Yeah, that uh, that's it. I mean, basically, it's time, once you've got this one installed, it's time to move towards the next goal. Um, but again, this is a great goal if you're starting using the planner for the first time, or if it's something that you've kind of fallen off, or you feel like, hey, I've just not been as consistent as I would like to be. This is a great habit goal as you're looking at 2022. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Okay, so the second goal that you may want to consider is a goal around leveraging the weekly preview. Now, disclaimer here, you probably don't want to do both of these goals 
together at the exact same time. You certainly could. Our own goal methodology says up to three goals per quarter. Um, And by the way, two is probably a good place to start with that when you're using, when you're new to the full focus system. So again, if you're if you're like goal number one, that's it. I'm gonna do uh, my daily big three. You know, maybe put this one off to the second quarter or the third quarter later in the year. So back to the goal. Let's make this you know a smarter goal. Do you have any ideas, Blake? I got this. Yes. So maybe if you want to implement a weekly preview, maybe it would sound something like this: Complete my weekly preview every Friday at 4:30 p.m. before leaving the office beginning February 18th and continuing on to March 18th or April 18th. You know, pick a, pick a date in the future and set a duration, set a target really for that habit and choose, a, you know, just like the Daily Big Three, choose a specific time. You notice I said a specific day and a specific time of day, even mm-hmm. a specific location. For me personally, I I think there's huge advantage to doing the weekly preview before you end your week. Just like what you said, Courtney, if I can set my daily big three the day before, uh, I'm queued up really well. Works the same with the weekly preview. And and just like that side of the argument, I actually like doing it at the beginning of the week. Um, Just because my brain is fresher. Sometimes like at the end of the week, I'm just like toast. I'm like, listen, is there leftover eggnog in the fridge? I'm going to kick back (laughs) and watch the British baking show. I can't think of, you know, critically right now. Yes, I'm with you on this. This is actually like, I feel like you described me on a Friday um, afternoon, like 1000%, um, which is why I set my weekly preview on Sunday evening as in direct combat with the Sunday scaries. It is my time. So are you saying you do yours on Monday morning? Um, no, I, I try to do mine on Sunday as well. Okay. I typically will try to do it on a Sunday morning though, just because my yeah. brain tends to work better earlier in the day. I'm seeing the same here. idea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In about 15 minutes, I will be unintelligible on the podcast. <laughs> you know, if we kick into the afternoon with this recording. Um, but let's talk about the weekly preview. Why would we even talk about this as, you know, worthy of somebody's goal detail page in their new planner? Why is it so important? I feel like there is nothing more powerful in the full focus system. This is a bold statement that I'm making right now. I I would think most people would say the goals are the most powerful thing. And, and in a sense, they are. But I really think it, it it's, it's got to be neck and neck with the weekly preview. There is something so powerful in going into the week with clarity of knowing what needs my focus this week? I just feel like so much of our culture is just more, 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 go, 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 just keep all the plates spinning as fast as possible. Like you can do it, more plates, better. You know, it's, it's even like something we kind of brag about. So I think when you can clear all that clutter and say, no, this is what I have to do to, to live the life I want to have, it's a really, really, really powerful thing. It's true. The weekly preview helps you feel connected to your life, I think. (laughs) You know, life is done on a daily basis. It's done, you know, goals are achieved in a week-by-week rhythm. And if you've ever had the experience of, oh, man, this is happening again, or she's always like this, or this always happens when we try to do a project, or oh, my goodness, I fell behind again, or whatever it is, 
your life is talking to you all the time. Your mm-hmm. uh, negative, quote unquote, experiences are talking to you all the time. Life is school and you need to learn. The trouble is we often are in such a rush that we don't take the time to extract the value that our setbacks are presenting to us. And the weekly preview is an opportunity to extract that value. So we're not going to go into step-by-step depth of how to do a weekly preview. If you've never done one before, it's worth looking at, um, you know, some past episodes or, or check it out, you know, on our tutorial page, fullfocusplanner.com slash start. But the weekly preview, I I agree, super, super helpful. If you've ever felt overwhelmed on a week-to-week basis or unclear, maybe you get surprised, oh, I got 90 minutes of time today that I didn't expect. What should I do? And then you kind of are frozen because there's too many things you could do and you you aren't sure what's most important. The (laughs) weekly preview is that clarity that you're looking for. So Mm -hmm. just like the first habit goal we did, with this habit goal, we want to cover motivations, next steps, and a reward. So how could people think about those things? Yeah, for key motivations, I think we just gave you a whole lot of those. I mean, the next thing that we look at is next steps on, you know, like actually getting this habit going. And again, we've we've talked about this, you know, it's getting it scheduled on your calendar. When are you going to do it? Is it going to be Sunday evening, Friday afternoon, first thing Monday morning? Literally get it on your calendar, make it a, reoccur- a reoccurring appointment with yourself. We also, I know you talked about episodes that we've covered the weekly preview, but that might be a next step. Um, Episode 73, which is Crash Course, Five Steps to Start Loving Mondays Again, um, is a great one to listen to. Blake, you also, and we hear like so many people love this tool, but you did a guided weekly preview that just kind of walks you through. It's audio that you listen as you're actually doing your weekly preview. That's another great next step. Mm-hmm. People said, hey, this is just like listening to verbs, except a little bit more abrasive. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I recommend everyone, uh, you know, they may want to set a goal. How can I listen to more of Blake's voice on a daily basis? That That's a great tool, Courtney. So yes. your reward for completing a weekly preview habit goal. <laughs> I mean, if you're like me, the the habit is the reward in some sense. You'll feel that sense of reward every single week, you know, as you have, as you establish more clarity, as you get caught in less difficult situations because you've avoided them before you've, you've hit them. But you may want to think through something special, you know, something that's not productivity related for a reward for this one, you know, something that's not like, oh, well, then I'm doing better or then I'm hitting a goal. But think of something that's different, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, purchasing a really nice journal, you know, if you've established what what I noticed is I started doing the weekly preview and I would do this habit and I would get through all of my life logistics. And once I established that habit and I had a little bit more peace of mind, I was like, you know what? I really like this whole reflection thing that I do every week. And it turned into a lot of journaling. And so right now, as part of my weekly preview, I actually start by doing probably 30 plus minutes worth of just journaling. I put on scuba gear myself and I like to go deep with my feelings (laughs) and uh, it's very (laughs) therapeutic. You and I and Verbs just did um, some special bonus sessions to your best year ever, which for if you don't know about our goal course, um, it really helps you get all your goals set up in your full focus planner. 
Uh, we did just do that. No, we did not plan to talk about that, but I and yet, know here you we were. Are. Yeah, but you can find out about Best You're Ever At Focus on this podcast.com slash 2022. Look at me. Just like, there you go. There you go. So set a reward for that goal. Again, these two goals we're talking about are habit goals. The first, you think of think of them as uh, foundational habits for life-changing productivity. You know, foundational habits for using the planner, yes, but it's not, the point isn't to just get great at using a tool. The point is to leverage that tool to get what you want out of your work and out of your life. So habit goal number one, set a daily big three. Every day, decide the three most important things you're going to do. And habit goal number two, leverage the weekly preview. Okay, Courtney, any final thoughts for our Focus on This listeners? Well, I think anytime we talk about habit goals, we get kind of a reoccurring question. And that is, how long is this habit goal going to take to actually, you know, become just innate? You know, like I don't have to think about it anymore. And, you know, there is a lot of research out there and, and you know, there's a lot of different opinions. But what I would say is, it takes a lot more than 30 days. I think you know when it's when a habit goal has changed from, you know, you've got to put some effort, some thought into it to it being automatic. You know, when you've just done it without thinking about it. I would say for us we would recommend that at least a quarter is the best place to start. I think it always takes longer than we think with habit goals. Again, it's like, what was it? Like it used to be like 27 days um, to install a habit. And and I just, based on what we have, the people that we've worked with on goals, that is never the case. It's almost kind of laughable to think Mm -hmm. that you know, (laughs) all right, I'm going to have this totally set in 27 days. Unfortunately, it is longer than that. Um, And again, I think starting with 90 days is a really good place to start. Exactly. And habit goals are great because they are, they are, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like compound interest. They're like, is really what they're fuel for any other goal that you're going to do. It's like foundations that right. make achievement goals possible. Right. Yeah. Habit goals are great because all the work, it, it may feel like a lot of work, a lot of change to install the habit. But the power of a habit, the reason to do it is because ultimately it takes almost no willpower or discipline or heavy lifting to do the habit because it's just what you do. I I, I can't stress the amount of heavy lifting it is to get my daughter Felicity to brush her teeth at night. But one day, at least this is what people tell me, she will do it effortlessly. She won't she won't think about it, right? I don't it's not it's no heavy lifting for me. I don't even remember if I've done it half the time. Your brain is amazing. And so what we're doing with the habit goal is exactly that. We're we're leveraging that autopilot power that you've got uh, in your noggin there. I just said noggin. I like it. So let's end this thing because clearly I'm drifting. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on Focus on This, Uh, especially because our our good friend Burbs isn't here with us today. We appreciate you sticking around. Right, Courtney? Thank you. That's right. Yep. And we'll be here next week with another great episode. Until then, stay focused. Stay focused. 
You guys have gotten really good at the timing of that virtually. That wasn't a, not that, but truly <laughs> I used to. How poor that was reminded you, you that we've gotten a lot better. Yeah, I, that you was like, oh, I'm going to have to like. You should leave that in on the episode, <laughs> oh. that right there. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.